This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology shaped by channeled wisdom on the soul and its human journey. Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Hey everybody, welcome to The Soul's Journey. This is, as the intro says, Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. I am an evolutionary astrologer and a channel, and I combine these things together. And uh, what I really do is help people understand why they're here. So each person... Uh, from what I've seen through my, um, you know, fairly extensive, if not extensive, uh, travels on multiple planes <laughs> over the last 11 years or so, uh, each person is a sliver of divinity. Each person's soul is a portion of divine consciousness. And each is coming here, embodying as a human and temporarily forgetting that's true, and living human lives, bouncing off each other, making choices, dealing with the results, you know. Wondering if we made the right decisions, kind of grappling with all the emotional uh, ramifications of everything. Uh, but but uh, my job and uh, my passion is to help people understand why they're here, because there is a mission. There is a uh, every every well, you know, divine source altogether has a mission. But every single soul, which is you and me and everybody you've met, uh, has a particular agenda or a particular syllabus to work through, certain themes that come. So what I do is I help people understand that. I take a lot of wisdom from, from beings I channel. Uh, currently, that is, uh, uh, for the last maybe seven-ish years, it's been Ascended Master Jehudi quite a lot. And that is, uh, he's also known as Thoth and St. Germain and Merlin. And then um, as a personal guide, I've been aware of him for about 10 years, but now I'm also channeling on a regular basis Archangel Metatron. So the two together, I take a lot of information about soul and what life is about and how to use astrology as a language of – well, it's a language of light. But how I can use astrology as a language of life to help you actually understand what your soul is trying to get you to do here. So when you work with me, it's not your average astrology reading. It's not even close. Probably your guides, your spirit guides will come through. My guides will help. Probably Metatron will offer to do energy work for you. Probably Jehudi will offer to do the same. And uh, so, the, you know, working with me is actually uh, a unique experience that uh, that I encourage you to sample. And I'm going to explain later in the show how I am making that uh, easier uh, for everybody uh, starting now. I want to talk today about the Grand Cross. I want to talk about how change is upon you, upon us, upon me. And I want to I want to talk a little bit about each planet involved. And I want to talk about the the ways they're affecting each other and then kind of how this Grand Cross itself and Cardinal Signs, which was as exact as it was going to be uh, yesterday. Today's April 23rd, and it was exact as, as it was going to be uh, within about a quarter degree of being exact uh, yesterday, uh, April 22nd. So right now, technically, it's beginning to uh, – subside, so to speak, the, the, the math of it, the, uh, it being an orb of each other, uh, but it's still in play. And whatever has come up for you over the last few months that's been building with all this uh, stuff, uh, Grand Crosses require change, uh, well, build tension that require change. And in cardinal signs, and for cardinal signs, it's about making decisions 
beginning new things, uh, freeing yourself from the past, all kinds of action-oriented things, not solidifying, not adapting, but actually changing something. So I want to talk about that a little bit. And, um, and at, you know, to be honest with you, the moon is void, of course, right now. So I had um, not checked that before I had planned to make a big announcement. So I'm not making the big announcement today, but I'm going to kind of tell you what it is. But it's not official, and don't quote me, but, you know, I'm kind of going to let you know, but not really. The deal with void, of course, if you're not familiar with that, is that uh, it's, it's after – it's the time or, you know, the hours of the days uh, after the moon, the transiting moon, has made its last – Ptolemaic aspect, which would say major aspect, conjunction, sextile, uh, square, trine, opposition, to another uh, to another planet. We don't we don't use asteroids with this. Uh, so we, just major aspects, those five aspects. And so after it's done, after it's made its last aspect, before it changes signs, you know, with another with other planets, it's not talking to anybody anymore. So you might do something, it might not work out the way you plan. So, uh, so anyway, so I don't want to make some grand announcement, but I'm going to kind of tell you about it, but I'm not really going to, so anyway, you'll, you'll, you'll hear about what it is and how I'm not telling you about it later. Uh, but I am very excited about this, uh, grand cardinal cross. I'm, um, I'm pretty excited. So first I, w- I want to do a couple of announcements. The, the first thing is if you're in the Tucson area on, uh, May 17th, Saturday, May 17th through my meetup group shift, I'm going to be doing, uh, a self-healing uh, meditation workshop, so an, an energy technique I'm going to teach you for self-healing about physical issues, emotional issues, stress, uh, being disconnected from the body, dealing with past trauma. All kinds of things can be uh, supported and helped by this technique I'm going to teach, uh, and you can read about that. Look me up or look up Shift in Tucson on uh, meetup.com. I'm very excited about that, a small group uh, in my home to do that. And the other announcement is, um, for those of you who, well, actually, I realized, I think today's show number, actually, I'm going to confirm the number here. Show, today's show number 79 of this, uh, episode 79 of this, uh, of this show. And, um, I forget that. Like, I forget that there are so many shows. For me, it's a weekly thing that I hang out with you and I talk at you and we produce, you know, the, the show. Um, and, I kind of think of everybody who's listening as, you know, this, this community I'm working with or, or building or reaching out to. And, but essentially there are a lot of people who are, who are tuning in now or as of the last few weeks who probably never heard the show before. And I say that because when I put two and two together, I look at the recent, you know, the subscriber numbers every month, how many people through iTunes have uh, subscribing uh, newly, newishly to the podcast. And the number keeps going up, so I have to try to remember that you don't know everything about me and what I've been up to. Uh, so what I want, so the last announcement I want to I want to give you is I want to encourage you to check out uh, the books that I have uh, self-published that are available through Kindle, Amazon, and also tdjacobs.com. And I want to really emphasize for you uh, two particular books uh, to start with. One, if you're into the astrology part of all this and how you know the wisdom of ascended masters and all this business has affected how I do astrology and, and how I take a chart apart and how I tell people their karmic stories and help them heal and understand things, The Soul's Journey 1 uh, is the place to go. Astro- the subtitle is Astrology, Reincarnation, and Karma with a Medium and Channel. Yes, it's a mouthful, uh, but that is an accurate description of what the book is. <laughs> so uh, that's the first thing. If you're interested in a spiritual journey and how I 
kind of got clued into a lot of the concepts that I teach and I work with and live by. Um, Seeing Through Spiritual Eyes, A Memoir of Intuitive Awakening is where to go for that one. That one, I uh, in the last few weeks, I've uh, edited that. I've gone through and read it uh, painstakingly to look for mistakes because uh, a review I received on uh, – on, uh, through the Kindle version said there are a lot of mistakes. So I went through it. Um, and, uh, thanks to whomever, uh, posted it up there too, because nobody had said anything before. Um, so I went through that. So that's, uh, newly edited with a couple new footnotes and, uh, and streamlined. And, uh, so anyway, so, and also it's also priced, newly priced lower. It's 11 bucks. I want you to read it. So I priced it low. Um, and, um, it's actually kind of a quick read, but it gives you the, uh, the landscape of kind of how 11 years ago I started this process um, of being intuitive, of stepping into kind of taking responsibility for how my life was going, understanding how this creation manifestation business works, what guides are, you know, what it is to do mediumship. I dispel myths about mediumship and channeling, and I dispel a bunch of myths about how we should be afraid if we're, you know, if we open our intuitive sides up and, and how to get grounded, there's actually a transcription of a very important meditation at the back, the grounding meditation uh, uh, that I give people. So anyway, I want you to read that. I want you to start there. Uh, so you can kind of understand some of the basic uh, vocabulary uh, that I use and that uh, guides use through me and, uh, and Jehudi and, and other beings uh, uh, use through me. Uh, it's just a, just a really important thing to share the story of uh, you know the the origin story of of how somebody goes from being very closed minded which was me prior to age 30 uh and a prove it to me kind of thing if you're, if you're familiar with astrology a saturn and gemini in the ninth perspective kind of controlling what i thought was true and limiting uh my open mindedness and then having a bunch of lids uh taken away, a bunch of uh, domes and shields taken away. Uh, and then I learned how to operate effectively and uh, ultimately make this my full-time gig, doing energy work without getting burned out, you know, doing astrology work and healing work and uh, and uh, helping people. So, so anyway, that's uh, Seeing Through Spiritual Eyes, a memoir of intuitive awakening. So with the Grand Cross, um, the full explanation of this, I'm going to give you an overview, but the full explanation is available to people who subscribe to my work through tdjacobs.com, not podcast subscribers, but people who go to the subscription page on tdjacobs.com and sign up for that. And, that, and monthly, you get um, – well, this month, it's I think about 40 minutes of video. No, it's about an hour of video and about 40 minutes of MP3s. That's actually quite a lot. It's typically about not 70 minutes of video. In-depth stuff on all – of the happenings, the major things that are coming up for the solar month. So when the sun hit Taurus several days ago, I released these materials and include stuff on the new moon, the full moon of the month, uh, ingresses, which is when a planet enters a new sign, retrogrades, and major aspect patterns. So this Grand Cross business, I go into detail uh, with that for the subscribers. So if you want the full story on it, uh, go to tjacobs.com and uh, and subscribe. And uh, it's very reasonable, 22 bucks a month. And also there's a uh, channeled meditation each month and also a uh, call to pick my brain. So it's an informal uh, call for everybody to to come on at uh, video service dealio uh, over the uh, over the interwebs and you can pick my brain and ask me about spiritual development ask me about different kinds of transits and how to approach things and how to understand you know different how different things happen and why and how to work through things and so anyway so this is a very reasonable 22 bucks a month and um uh when the sun enters a new sign i, I provide these new materials so go to tdjacobs.com and check that out so the brief thing on the grand cross is that change must happen 
and this is not uh, abnormal in general. We're here and change is always going to happen. It needs to happen. We prefer, especially as we age, most of us prefer even more less change. You know, we prefer even more that things don't change. Um, but things have to change. We cannot uh, do what we came here to do if we remain stagnant. Unless we're taking a life, you know, our soul is taking a life where, um, where it's important to slow down, and that does happen. But we need to learn new things. We need to have new experiences. Essentially, we need to be drawn, nudged, magnetized, pushed, or yanked into making new choices. And that teaches our souls what it's like to be human. So when you have squares in your natal chart, it's a lifelong indication of, um, of the pressure to change. You have two parts of you that are kind of pushing at each other like tectonic plates. When you have a square by transit, a planet moving in the sky, touching something in your chart by square, which is roughly 90 degrees, uh, you have this energy of um, uh, something is trying to inform you through asking you to change or do something differently. So whatever the planet is that's transiting is asking a certain style of question related to that planet. So if it's Saturn, the style of question is, are you working hard enough? Are you realistic about this this thing? You know, are you sacrificing? Are you mature? Are you responsible enough? All these kinds of things. Um, and then the that you know that's asking a question of something in your chart, a planet, a point, or an angle. And so you can kind of piece together vocabulary. Uh, you know, almost like a almost like word problems. Like, well, Saturn in Scorpio in my tenth is squaring my blah blah blah. And, you know, and you can piece it together. To, and that's how um, I think astrology is magical when you understand that it's all about piecing together basics. And then that brings you know openings and understanding. But uh, th- so in transit, you're being asked to change. Now, with something like the Grand Cardinal Cross, there are four planets that are, uh, you know, uh, each one is opposing another one. And then each one squares two others. So it's making a square, a cross, a grand, a grand Cardinal Cross. Cardinal is the is the um, the uh quality of the um, sign in which these planets, the signs in which these planets are living. So uh, Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn are the four cardinal signs. And so each of these four planets in the Grand Cardinal Cross is, is in one of these signs. Naturally, something in Aries will, you know, by sign, oppose something in Libra. Naturally, something in Aries will square something in Cancer. Um, and so you have that kind of energy of there is a setup to have pressure to change that way. But when they're actually in orb of each other, when they're actually within a certain number of degrees, and in this case, I'd say eight degrees for, for squares and oppositions. It's a pretty, pretty standard, um, uh, thing for the, the, this aspect for, for a lot of astrologers to use. Um, you have the particular planets talking to each other. Now that's happening in the sky. Now it may or may not directly affect something in your chart. If it does, then the volume is loud for you. And I'll talk a little about what's been happening with me to give you an example. Um, I'm not going to like tell you my life story over the last month in there, but like I am, you know, it's not going to be some kind of like, um, you know, confessional and I'm going to bear my soul, but like I'm going to tell you a little bit about so you can understand. Cause the thing I'm going to tell you about, but not officially announce is directly related to all this affecting my angles, my nodes and a couple of different planets that are on angles. So, you have um, uh, something directly affecting you. The volume's loud. If if you don't have something, you know, between say, you know, eight and uh, eighteen of cardinal signs, those are just degrees of Aries, 
Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn, maybe it's not terribly loud for you. You know, but we'll say within, you know, like I said eight degrees for a square, but I think really active for this, I'd say like five degrees ish. So maybe five degrees on either side of 13 and a half or 13 and three quarters of these cardinal signs, which is where these planets have uh, met up as, as closely as they would yesterday. So even if you don't have anything within that degree range, which a lot of people do, but even if you didn't, you would still be feeling the collective need to change and, and, and pressure to uh, to move something into the future, to let something go, to invent something new, to adjust something. And so everybody is feeling this. Uh, so actually, here's a dot, 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 and I'm going to take my first break. This is Tom Jacobs on The Soul's Journey, and I'll be right back talking more about the Grand Cardinal Cross. wondered what your soul is? How about how to create a meaningful life to make the most of your time on earth? In the important new channeled book, Conscious Living, Conscious Dying, Ascended Master Jehudi, aka Thoth and Saint Germain, explains soul, life and death to support you in living a meaningful life now. It opens with a description of soul and how it informs and experiences your human life. Creating a meaningful life and an in-depth exploration of death follow, making this a must-have for all humans. Conscious Living, Conscious Dying provides a roadmap for making peace with the reality of life and the fact of death to free you to make the most of your time on Earth. Get your copy of Conscious Living, Conscious Dying now on Amazon, Kindle, or at tdjacobs.com. When you've thought positive thoughts, tried to forgive yourself and others for everything, and read piles of self-help books and still feel stuck, call evolutionary astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs. Consultations with Tom reveal the core of what hurts you and holds you back. Tom changes clients' lives with a personalized blend of evolutionary astrology, messages from spirit guides, channeling and energy work with Ascended Master Jehudi and Archangel Metatron, chakra cleaning and rebalancing, past life integration, and teaching you to transform what you are manifesting. Tom will provide whatever you need to move through knots, blocks, or bruises. To book a life-changing session with Tom Jacobs, call 213-925-6019 or visit tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs, astrologer and channel from tdjacobs.com. And today I'm explaining a bit about uh, the elements of the Grand Cross and what it is and how to work with it. It was uh, as exact as it was going to be yesterday, April 22nd. Today is the 23rd, if you couldn't piece that together uh, from what I just said. <laughs> and um, I want to give you the benefit of the doubt, but I don't want to leave anything out that might be important. So, um, so talking about the pressure to change, cardinal signs are all about initiation, doing something new, making new choices. And um, so you have um, – just starting with uh, 
with Uranus and Aries, starting with the first of the four cardinal signs, Aries. Uranus there is about freeing yourself from what confines you, but through an Arian, an Arian methodology. Now, Uranus is about freedom, inventiveness, breaking away from the herd. It's about setting yourself free. It's about um, shunning fences that confine you and corral you. Uh, and Aries is about not thinking very much. So there is a potential with Uranus and Aries for, for us to uh, be very kind of explosive – kind of explosive or explosive, uh, when we actually change the thing. Because Uranus' typical mode, for many of us who don't have prominent Uranus or who don't em- really embrace the energy of change and being a maverick and being different and weird and sometimes feeling an outsider as part of the, the effect of, of living with Uranus in a, an active way, if we don't do that, we may be bored. But when Uranus comes knocking – we have to uh, break free, and we feel this pressure, this itch under our skin. Uranus and Aries wants us to break free, to be original, to be exactly who we are, to be trailblazers in whatever way works best for us, whatever way we're particularly suited to make a difference in the world, to free ourselves free ourselves from things that don't work, things that stultify us and keep us down. Uranus and Aries wants that, but we can hold off on that, as I said. And then we can have this water behind the dam effect where ultimately it's just a drop that makes the dam explode. But you're talking about billions of drops up to that point. So that's Uranus and Aries. Uh, Jupiter and Cancer. And it's um, uh, Jupiter is the planet of bigness, of opportunity, of developing faith. It's the planet of believing in the self in new ways and of ceasing to underestimate a per, uh, the self. It's kind of a weird way to say it. Um, and in Cancer, we're talking about connection belonging, talking about feeling, you know, having the right to have feelings, having the right to have your own feelings. Uh, you know, I'm feeling this and it's huge. You know, it uh, really takes up space. What do I do with this emotion? What do I do with this big feeling that I have? Cancerian stuff is also about figuring out how to meet one's needs. So Jupiter and Cancer says, please believe, please have faith that what you need matters, but because it's in the Grand Cardinal Cross, it's good to sort out what we want versus what we need um, and really get clear on that to develop a, a stronger and a more um, um, a vocabulary that's more sensitive to subtleties and understanding self and other and how I may perceive you in a certain way, but I may be projecting. I may be putting my stuff on you in a certain way because I'm not sure how to own it. So you've shown up to show it to me, so I think it's you. Uh, but anyway, that's about emotions uh, with Jupiter and Cancer. Um, Mars and Libra, which is retrograding, and uh, Mars is the one that instigated the whole thing. It set it off because the other three planets involved, uh, Jupiter, Uranus, and Pluto, move more slowly. So uh, Mars in Libra uh, is actually the one that starts to move out uh, yesterday of the Grand Cross, of uh, as, clo- you know, as exact as it was going to get. And um, Mars is about action retrograde it's about rethinking action or relying on you know habits regarding mars uh, action self-defense initiation desire um self-interested action and reviewing those things realizing that that you know be observant of the fact that you're doing something as you normally do but you're not getting the, the effect you expected or you used to get or it's not satisfying or it clearly doesn't work that's a mars retrograde thing that's in libra the sign of creating fairness harmony, balance, and the sign of learning about the self through relationships with others. That's why I started to talk about uh, the idea of uh, projecting on other people because, well, I'll get there. The fourth one, fourth cardinal sign is Capricorn. Pluto is in Capricorn. Now, it's there from uh, 2008 to 2023, so it's not, you know, 
uh, an kind of a ships passing in the night thing with Pluto in Capricorn. It's it's kind of a long kind of thing, um, and it turned retrograde. So it appeared to begin going backwards from our from the Earth's perspective on um, April fourteenth. So just you know eight days before uh, this this uh, this the square took shape as much as it was going to. Um, Pluto is about deep truth it's about psychology it's about how deep things under our under the surface run our lives how subtext uh determines our behavior it represents things we're ashamed about aspects of ourselves we don't want to own so we make shadows of them we refuse to give light so that um they become things we're afraid of like the boogeyman in the dark the monsters under the bed um and pluto and capricorn is about looking at where our power goes and what makes us feel strong and powerful what capricornian things are absolutely baloney so we a lot of stuff with the financial markets with government things with you know whistleblowers uh you know revealing uh, all these terrible things about uh terrible things about how the government actually works um or elements in the government and so you have this uh, you know the light of truth is uncomfortably shined uh shined yeah uh sh- shined yeah on uh pa- what looks powerful, what seems as though it defines and embodies power. So you have all this stuff about structures crumbling with Pluto and Capricorn. It tries to bulldoze everything that it goes into. So you have these four planets in uncomfortable conversations with the others. So each planet is opposing one and squaring the other two. So an opposition is like uh, you and I are just completely different. You are the opposite of me. I can tell you something about you that you might not be able to see, but you might not like it. Uh, and a square is every, each one saying to the other one, oh, you're doing it wrong. Whatever it is you're doing, I don't even care what you might say about it. You're doing it wrong. This is how you should do it. So you have you know, four sets of these conversations. I'm opposed by one. I'm criticized by these other two. And that is trying to get you to make new choices about your life when it comes to who's in charge of your life how free you feel, Pluto and Uranus respectively, um, how you relate to your needs, how you relate to your emotions, uh, Jupiter and Cancer, and how you relate to others and what you think you can get from others, what you're trying to get, what people are wanting from you that you can or can't give, that you're willing or not willing to give. All four elements here are in, are in a tense conversation with each other. So do you think that you know anybody hearing this is not being asked to change something? You know, even if it's not activating something particular in your chart, you're being asked to change something regarding this. You're living on the planet. I mean, assuming that those of you who are, if you're hearing this, that you're actually on Earth in a body, assuming that, um, you are being asked to change. Now, most of us don't like change. We don't like conflict. Oh, here, here's the deal. Uh, Uranus and Aries. Well, we don't like to change too much. We don't like to change too fast. Uh, Jupiter and Cancer. Well, we don't like to indulge in emotions. Uh, Mars and Libra. Well, we don't want to ask for too much from somebody, and we don't want to say no if they want something we don't want to give them. And Pluto and Capricorn. Well, we don't want to um, act like uh, you know we're all high and mighty, and we don't want to like really take charge of things because we don't want to be like uh, power hungry. So these are you know it, it, different um, resistances that many people have 
that are now being touched off. You essentially need to make affirmative decisions that may make you look a little power hungry. You need to make self-interested actions where you say no to people and you say yes to other people, or at least to different people on different topics, you say yes and no. You need to stop putting up with certain boundary problems in your life. You need to honor who you are, what you're feeling, what you need, but you need to sort out what you want versus what you need and really get clear about that. Like every single one of us is in that position. The details change. You know, for this person, it's about his dad. For this person, it's about uh, uh, the people who work for her. You know, for this other person, it's about um, – I'm not, I'm not even being a smart aleck. This, the, for this other person, it's about uh, her cat's boundary problems. You know, <laughs> you know or, or for this other person, it's the fact that he has a dog but he can't deal with it. For this other person, it's about money. You know, for this other person, it's about uh, the kind of relationship he or she is in or is not in. It's like, it's like the varieties are endless. You know, as many people as there are on the planet, there are, you know, these unique stories. So you're being asked to change. But you are a person you probably don't like to change. So there's the, you know, the human, the human story is basically that, <laughs> you know, you need to change, but you probably don't like it. That, that sums up everything. I, I don't even need to do more episodes or even finish this one. That's the human story. There, I said it. There, I named it. So, okay, anyway. So, uh, it just seems to encapsulate everything that I'm trying to tell you about all, <laughs> through all these radio shows and all the work I do. So, change needs to occur. Um, now for me, I'll just tell you this little story, uh, about, about what's been going on with me. Um, it's hitting my angles. My ascendant is 12 Libra, and, uh, my midheaven is, uh, 14 Cancer. So it's within a degree and a half of each. You know, of, uh, of each. And my Venus is on my ascendant. My Chiron is on my descendant. My Chiron is actually, um, you know, the 13 and three quarters Aries. So it's like directly hit by three of those four planets. Uh, and, um, but what I've really, what I, I've really learned something interesting. I mean, there are a lot of little things I could tell you about, a lot of little things with like, you know, Uranus on my descendant. And, um, sometimes when, at like outside of client sessions, because I have this certain kind of boundary and focus and I'm, you know, I'm very, very present for my clients. But sometimes just random people I may meet or people I'm talking with on the phone, maybe friends or family, um, when they start complaining about something, Uranus on my Chiron, I can't listen. And I've actually been tuning some people out as they've been kind of complaining about things. And my clients, I respect you. And uh, I listen, and it's like our time together, you know, you're paying for it, and I'm there, and I'm all there. But sometimes, you know, the person at the grocery store or something, I just, I don't need to hear more complaining. <laughs> so, like, you're honest on Chiron. So, the little things like that. But what has really been happening for me um, is, well, and so then I'll say that Jupiter's on my midheaven, uh, Mars is on my ascendant, and then Pluto is on my IC. So the Uranus on my descent, the Pluto on my IC are longer term transits, figure about two and a half years each, you know, in process right now. And Jupiter is up there for a few months. You know, it's not, not that big of a deal, but you know, this idea of expanding through my work is important. Pluto conjuring my IC, I'm supposed to dig below the surface, find out what really makes me tick, you know, really look at what motivates me. You know, Pluto dancing around the beginning of the house of the moon, this inner foundation of, uh, you know, who I think I am and who I, perhaps need to be? What kind of foundation do I need to develop? And then Mars near my ascendant, which I have Mars in the first house natally, so I kind of understand that, but it's been getting set off. So what do I want to do with my energy? Where should my energy go? Because a lot of this comes down to 
my Venus Chiron opposition on, you know, the, the Libra ascendant and Chiron descendant, this is where I'm not announcing the thing, but I'm going to tell you about it. So anyway, um, it's, it's basically all these planets asking me to, to look at my Venus in a new way. What's really important to me? What's really important to me? I look at where my time goes. You know, I spend now, um, hours each week at the rock shop, the, 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 the lab or where I can use lapidary equipment to, to create, uh, you know, cut and polish tiger iron stones I could then charge and offer to you to help your meditation and healing practices and expand consciousness. And so I spend a lot of time there. That That's important. That's good. Um, you know, I do sound bites. I do readings. That's, that's all good. But I look at – there's actually a good amount of time that I don't need for downtime, that I have as downtime. So I'm looking at that and I'm saying what's really important to me? What do I really want to have happen here? What do I want – my Venus on the Ascendant, my Chiron on the Descendant, what do I want my South Node in the 10th, my North Node in the 4th to be like? What do I want my Midheaven to function as? And it was kind of through this, frankly, kind of rocky, tense thing with this Grand Cross kind of building for a few months. And I realized, um, well, a couple, I, I mentioned this on the show a couple weeks ago that I started working with uh, Archangel Metatron in a new way. When I finished the, the new channel book, Conscious Living, Conscious Dying, that's a channel from Ascendant Master Jehudi. You know, also known as Thoth, St. Germain of Merlin. I shifted gears and spent a lot more time with Metatron. And he showed me immediately that it would be great for me to do what I'm about to tell you about. And I was really not sure about it. So when I was focused on him and meditating with him, which takes a lot of energy, then it made total sense to me. And I remember I told my girlfriend I was all inspired. I was like, this is what's going to happen within a couple of months. And I'm all ex- excited about it. And it's going to serve, you know, all these different things, and it's an answer to my Grand Cross issues and all this stuff. Um, but then the next day, I'd be really tired, and I couldn't connect with Metatron, and I was, and I'd be like, "Oh my God, that's the worst idea ever." So I had to, I had to work in time with him to be able to solidify it, this thing making sense. And it's about getting the information that I'm sitting on about soul, about you know how to understand astrology charts. In terms of the journey of soul, how to uh, you know read more people to give more people the right affirmations for them to use to change their lives, to talk to more people's guides and say, hey, you're not alone. Your guides are telling you this, this, and this, to do energy work for more people. So years ago, I used a sliding scale in my practice, and I'm bringing it back. That's the announcement I'm not making but I'm kind of sharing it with you on the DL. That's the announcement. I'm introducing a sliding scale. And um, and when I did it before, I wasn't convinced that it was a great idea. So what, I, what happened was I manifested because of that lack of conviction. I manifested a lot of people worrying about how much they were paying on the scale because I wasn't – I didn't have the conviction. I didn't have it solidly rooted. You know, it wasn't it – wasn't, uh, a good thing rooted in my lower chakras, in my root chakra about survival, and my second chakra about money, and my third chakra about, uh, you know, about self empowerment. It wasn't solid, so I did it for a while because my guides said you you could learn a lot about yourself through doing this. Well, I, I couldn't understand that at the time. What I was learning, I just thought, oh my god, another person who feels guilty about paying at the low end of the range, you know. And I'd say, you know, 
to the person, I would say, please choose not to have feelings about that. Please just understand that I'm, I'm here offering you the service to work with you because I want your life to be better. And if you can't afford, you know, this number, pay me a little less. It's fine. Here's the range that, that really works best for me. Um, and so I was dealing a lot with people's shame and guilt and I just couldn't deal with it. So I stopped it because I just couldn't. So, so anyway, over the last few weeks, I've really been looking at how I have priced things. This is, again, the Cardinal Grand Cross setting off my Venus and Libra on the Ascendant, which is conjunct Pluto on the 12th, and uh, setting up my Chiron in, you know, opposing that Venus in the 7th and Aries. So, you know, giving and taking, giving and receiving, sharing all this stuff, as well as how I make money and why. So here's a dot, dot, dot. Uh, come back after the break. Uh, this is Tom Jacobs on The Soul's Journey. I'm going to keep talking about this, and, and I'm going to really discuss this deal with money and energy uh, and, and uh, all this stuff. So uh, stick with me on The Soul's Journey. I'll be right back. Positive thoughts, tried to forgive yourself and others for everything, and read piles of self-help books and still feel stuck? Call evolutionary astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs. Consultations with Tom reveal the core of what hurts you and holds you back. Tom changes clients' lives with a personalized blend of evolutionary astrology, messages from spirit guides, channeling and energy work with Ascended Master Jehudi and Archangel Metatron, chakra cleaning and rebalancing, past life integration, and teaching you to transform what you are manifesting. Tom will provide whatever you need to move through knots, blocks, or bruises. To book a life-changing session with Tom Jacobs, call 213-925-6019 or visit tdjacobs.com. Ever wondered what your soul is? How about how to create a meaningful life to make the most of your time on Earth? In the important new channeled book, Conscious Living, Conscious Dying, Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth and St. Germain, Explain soul, life, and death to support you in living a meaningful life now. It opens with a description of soul and how it informs and experiences your human life. Creating a meaningful life and an in-depth exploration of death follow, making this a must-have for all humans. Conscious Living, Conscious Dying provides a roadmap for making peace with the reality of life and the fact of death to free you to make the most of your time on Earth. Get your copy of Conscious Living, Conscious Dying now on Amazon, Kindle, or at tdjacobs.com. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs, evolutionary astrologer and channel from tdjacobs.com. And I'm talking about uh, the Grand Cardinal Cross tonight, and I'm also talking about how it's been affecting me and then not making an announcement uh, that I'm changing how my practice is structured, but I'm letting you know about it on the DL. Um, moving back to a sliding scale to open things up to a lot more people to talk to their guides through me to get energy work from Jehudi and Metatron, to get affirmations, to kind of everything that I offer to open up the door for more people to do this. Now, as I said, years ago when I had a sliding scale, I didn't have the conviction of why it's a good idea. I basically said, okay, spirit guides, I will listen to you because you were telling me I would learn a lot and benefit from doing this. <laughs> you know, and years later now I get it. But at the time I didn't. You know, but at, at the time even when I didn't have a sliding scale, actually I did have a sliding scale in place. Um, you know, somebody at that point offered me pottery for half of the, for half the, uh, you know, thing, meaning I had a sliding scale and she really didn't have the cash. So she offered me something in exchange and I said, sure. And so it's like, um, you know, I haven't been rigid over the years, but I have attempted to. For different reasons, and I want to talk about those right now because, as you know, as a lot of people subscribe to this podcast, and as a lot of people are hearing this, you know, you're you're listening to the work of different practitioners, you're sampling, you know, different readers and different intuitives and psychics and astrologers and whatever else is out there, Akashic Records readers, whatever. Like you're sampling different different things, and you're learning about you know about basically an industry. That has all these different variables to it. You know, there's no standard thing for pricing or what's valued or how to value things. Um, there is this, there is this thing that, that is shared and communicated in, you know, I, I guess I've never thought of myself as part of an industry, but within these circles of healers that probably wouldn't want to call themselves part of an industry, but, uh, we are, um, you know, a network of cottage industries. <laughs> but, um, uh, there is this thing where if you, and this is how this is how it's understood and described. If your price is low relative to other practitioners, people will not value it. They will go to your site and they'll see, oh, you can get a reading for this much money, and well, that's not very much, so he must not be very good. I think that's the fear that I had when I did the sliding scale years ago. So I drew a lot of people who didn't have a lot of conviction that you know. Uh, you know, let's say that, that the number was 1x to 2x, you know, the range. I don't even remember what the numbers were at that point. Um, and somebody can pay 1x, you know, and they feel that they're paying like half as much as what I may expect. Well, I expect that you're within the range. That's all I expect. But at the time, it was a lot of confusion. And, and I had this thing I bought into, you know, with my 10th house south node, frankly. I bought into this thing of that, that how much a reading costs creates a perception, you know, creates an image that you're worth paying for that. So, so I, I kind of bought into that. And over the years, it's been problematic for me. I have met wonderful uh, practitioners who don't charge very much. I've met wonderful people who do sliding scale stuff. I've met wonderful people who charge an arm and a leg for what they do. I've met um, people who I would never get a reading from who charge an arm and a leg and people I would never get a reading from who are very affordable. So it's like, you know, it, it's all these possible. So what I want to tell you is that this is because this is a lot about me. What is really important to me? as an individual, and it's to reach as many people personally as I possibly can. It does me no good to be able to talk to your guides if I'm not doing it. It doesn't help you that I've spent 11 years developing these skills if I can't get through to you, if I can't reach you. So is the kind of world, like the life I want to create, the world I want to live in, 
that most people go to my site and say, oh my gosh, I can't afford that? Is that the life I want to create? And the answer is expletive no. That's not the world I want to live in. I don't want to be sitting here thinking, gosh, I think I have a little too much free time. I don't want to be thinking that. I want you to call me. So I'm doing this I'm doing this sliding scale thing. My website is not updated, but before I go to sleep tonight, I it's already um the text is updated, but it's not published yet. I will publish it right after the show and you can go there and and uh, check out what the sliding scale is and I I want you to take seriously that the reason that I'm doing this. I, re- I really want you to hear me is because I'm not going to be happy until I can help other people be happy. This is a defect. I admit this is a defect of Pluto and Libra in the 12th. I admit this. (laughs) I admit that uh, it's something that can go a little haywire of trying to help many, many people. But I realize um, doing work for you costs me not that much energy. I'm to the point where I'm able to do a lot more work than I could even two and three years ago. So as my rate was going up on on a fixed fashion, you know, kind of escalating over the years, um, it was taking more and more energy for me to go into the channeling space. You know, I used to have to sit and work for 10 or 15 minutes to get to Jehudi's frequency before you called in for your reading, you know, or before you came to my house for your reading, and it was work. That's over. I'm in his space. I see the world. I see every interaction. I see everything in the world around me through the eyes of this ascended master. So that check, that's over. Uh, it used to be a lot of effort. I mean, I only started doing the energy work using Metatron, or Metatron using me, <laughs> I guess is more accurate, in August. And it's been uh, since then, you know, that I've been, he's been my guide, I've been aware of him for 10 years, and working with him in a limited way, in a moderate way that wouldn't overwhelm me, because Metatron's energy is very, can be very overwhelming. But as I started this four or five weeks ago, after I finished Conscious Living, Conscious Dying, um, he showed me a middle path. He said, look, you can access my energy without it wearing you out. Here's how to do it. And I did it. And I mean, within like two minutes, I was doing it. And then I, and then I practiced with it and sat with it for a few days. So now I'm able to hear what you're saying through Metatron's ears. So it's like, you know, everything has shifted for me. So now I have a lot, frankly, a lot more time and energy on my hands. What kind of world do I want to live in? I want you to get the help you need. So I actually haven't even meant that's the world I want to live in. I want to live in a world where you like being here. Like where you get up in the morning and you say, you know what? I got this crap going on, but you know what? I can handle it. And I understand because I've talked to Tom how to how to fashion the right affirmations for myself to change my thought patterns, how to change the flow of energy in my world. Like I have learned that now, and I and I did that, even though I didn't have a lot of cash, I did it, because he started offering this sliding scale because Metatron told him to, <laughs> whatever. But anyway, that's the world I want to live in. I want to live in a world not where I go out on my you know on the street and everybody's worked with me. Like I don't need to like you know saturate the world with with this stuff well i'd love to but but i'm not being unrealistic but i really want if you've listened to this show and which a lot of people have almost a quarter million subscribers people to the podcast that's a lot of people in a year and a half so people are drawn to this work people are drawn to hear you know it's it's not that i have a, a wonderful personality it's that what i'm doing is speaking to people. You know, I get passionate about it, so you know, I like having fun with the show. But the real reason there are so many subscribers is because this blend of work 
is helpful and useful and intrigues people and it answers questions. So at this point, I want you to get your questions answered. I frankly, I want you to fill my schedule. I want you to come in once a month for a reading if you have a problem. I want you to be able to get coaching from me at an affordable rate. Basically, I want to, I mean, I'm in control of my schedule. I'm not going to get overwhelmed. And if it turns out that, you know, suddenly 17,000 people are calling me every week, then I will, you know, figure something else out. But I want to open it up for all the people who have been listening to this who said, yeah, I would love to get a reading with him, but that's pricey. So uh, starting tomorrow on Thursday or starting later tonight, you can go to my site and read about – it's actually the, the description of services. The description of what comes in a session is not changed. It is still a smorgasbord slash buffet of energy work. Chakra reading, balancing, cleansing, past life integration, you know, working with inner kids, dealing with all the subtle psychological stuff that might be ruining your day, <laughs> you know, every day for months, um, healing relationship stuff, doing karmic astrology, explaining to you your Pluto journey, helping you heal Chiron boundary problems, all of that stuff uh, that I have been offering for years and developing is all part of this, but now the door is open on this sliding scale. So if you're hearing this and you're like, oh my God, that's great, perhaps now I can afford you know, to do a reading with him, I want you to make a decision to not feel anything but happiness about what you choose to pay on that sliding scale. This time around, I'm not going to be dealing with a lot of people who are shamed because they're on the lower end of the scale or in the middle or not at the top. Just throw that crap out the window. I don't, uh, you know, I don't care what that fear is. I'm doing this because I want you to overcome that fear and actually get the help that you need. I don't say this to be – oh my god, I'm going to open my heart and, just, and bear my soul. I don't say this to be arrogant. I don't say this to be boastful in any way. And I haven't said this except to anybody but I think my girlfriend and I think my mom <laughs> the last few weeks. But when I made this transition to work with Metatron in this new way, everything I heard, everything I saw, everything people said to me, I saw the source of it. This has been developing for 11 years. It's a symbolic site and hearing the energy behind things. So there are not questions that I cannot answer for you because now I'm wired into your guides and my guides and to Jehudi and Metatron. There are not questions I cannot answer. And I, I feel, in fact, humbled when I say that because it's been 11 years of this really long-term process to get out of the way. It's Mars Uranus in the first house, Scorpio Sun in the second Likes to be in charge, likes control, but I've been developing this Pluto in the 12th surrender function while you know trying to have a healthy ego. So it's working. It's all been successful. I'm, I'm, I can't even believe viewing myself today. I cannot even believe that 11 years ago – I mean I wouldn't have believed it was possible to get to this place. So I am happy to share this with you. I want you to call me. Now part of this is that – um, I have had this thing where I've said, if you get a, an hour long reading, then I have your story. You know, I have your chart and your story. I've talked to your guides. I have that in my like, you know, my little book that I carry around in my consciousness. I no longer need that. So you don't have to have a full reading at a certain price to be able to buy bulk hours for coaching at about half that price. That's how it's been for for several years. Now, and this I'm saying this because I know that some some long-term coaching clients are listening to this and all this is changing. Now, at this point, um, every hour will be more or less treated the same. 
And so for coaching clients, you no longer have to buy in three or five hours to get a to get a price break. You pick a number on the scale that's going to be published on my site that you'll you'll be able to read about. You pick a number in there and then tell me and then send me, you know, a PayPal dealio or a check or call me with a credit card number or whatever. And then you tell me how many hours it's for. And this is to take pressure off everybody who wants work or ongoing work. I, I'm serious when I say I want my schedule filled. I, I really do. Now I'll be in charge of how many slots I have open and, you know, what, how, you know, I'm not going to tire myself out and, and overdo it, but I really, really want to get this information to you. It does me no good to sit on it. So I tell you things during the show, you know, you've heard some of these teachings, but I want you to have your chart read through Jehudi and Metatron's eyes. That's what I want. Now part of this is all about being inspired by the acupuncture I've been getting. Because basically I've always thought of myself as a Scorpio with a first house Mars, you know, managing reactivity, managing fire, managing, you know, fiery energy. When I started getting the acupuncture, which I've talked about over the last few weeks, for essentially a fight or flight response that's a little out of whack, that effort to manage my energy dissipated a little bit and I started to see, wait a minute, you're a Scorpio with Uranus in the first house. And I got all I got completely charged up and jazzed up and souped up about uh this this vision, doing this, having a vision. What kind of world do I want to live in? That's a very Uranus kind of thing. What does the future look like? And in the first house, I need to be an agent of creating the change that I want to see in the world. That's kind of a, an old an old thing we've we've heard before. But that's uh you know, but that's true. It was, in the first house, you have to like you have to embody an energy. And I realize as I've been helping to heal some of the Mars things through acupuncture, because I've already been doing energy work and meditation and all kinds of things to manage the Mars issue, the fight or flight thing out of whack, uh, so that I'm on edge a lot sometimes and have been for years, decades. Well, since I was four, to be fair with you, for over thirty years, but um, almost forty. I don't even know how old I am anymore. Um, but as that is been a little more relaxed i'm seeing the uranus vision come out and uh getting community acupuncture where it's affordable on a sliding scale inspired me how am i able to go in i'm an astrologer self-employed how am i how am i able to afford three acupuncture treatments a week it's because i can choose to pay 15 bucks per per session that's what that's what the lower end of the sliding scale take 15 to 35 at my local uh, community acupuncture clinic so this has been truly inspiring to me and i mentioned the book a week or two ago called fractal uh, about community acupuncture by the woman who started this movement now there are 100 clinics so i can't get 15 people in a room and do all astrology on you for five minutes at a time. So that model doesn't quite work for me. But the idea of a sliding scale to get you the information you need is um, uh, is is very exciting. So so um, I'm just very excited about this, and I want to open it up. I want you to call me. You've been probably a long-time listener or a new listener and wondering about what it's like to get the eyes of Jehudi and Metatron turned on you, what it's like to hear what your guides are saying to you. And to receive energy work to support the problem that's been bugging you, that's been dogging you and being a problem, I'm opening up the door. I'm opening up the door, and I want you to call me. So thank you for your time and attention, and I'll be back live again next week with, gosh, I don't know, something else to talk about. Uh, you can check out all my work and all my books and all the services at tdjacobs.com. Thanks for joining me. Talk to you next week. You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology and soul, inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific, 
Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com. 